You ready? I am so angry at the patriarchy today. Do we need some Taylor Swift? Let's burn this shit to the ground. Let's do the shit. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. And this week we are going to be talking about a movie called Hustlers starring Jennifer Lopez and Lily Reinhardt, Constance Wu, Julia Stiles, and Kiki Palmer. I have been really interested in watching this movie because there was all this hype about it, Mm -hmm. specifically Jennifer Lopez possibly winning an Academy Award for her performance. Um, Did she win an Academy Award? I don't think so. She was not nominated. Really? Is this role Oscar worthy? No. I don't think so either because honestly, it kind of felt like a J-Lo concert at times. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think this was Oscar worthy. But I did really enjoy the movie as a whole. I feel like actors only get Oscars for getting really ugly. Like if you don't shave your head, gain or lose 50 pounds or cry really horribly, you're not going to win an Oscar. If people aren't sad after they finish the movie, you probably aren't going to win an Oscar. You need to cause depression. There needs to be a Lexapro booth outside of the movie theater because it's like good business, you know? Like a condom machine in a bathroom. <laughs> a little a little Lexapro machine in, in the restroom. You just put a quarter in and you turn it like a gumball machine. There is like a gnat I know. flying around I know, and I'm trying not to let it bother me. I can't catch that little bastard. Courtney, what do you think you're going to do with a folded up paper plate? <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Gonna smack it. I will smack myself in the face if I have to. Like, don't. I'll do it. I endorse that. I totally endorse that. You slap yourself right in the face. (laughs) Joke's on you. I like that. Um, (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, so this movie is about essentially a stripper mentor and a stripper mentee. So Constance Wu plays a character who is a stripper and goes by the Mm -hmm. name Destiny. So that's what we're going to be calling her. So Destiny is a young woman who lives with her grandma and is just trying to help her grandmother financially. She doesn't have a lot. She's not really making the money that she thought she was going to be making by shaking her ass at a pole. After all the cuts that go into her her earnings, she walks away mm-hmm. with $260, which, listen, for a day's work, which, assuming she probably worked a couple hours, like, it probably wasn't that many hours, right? No, it probably wasn't that many hours, but the club took a cut and then a percentage. Like, she had to, like, rent her stage mm-hmm. time. She feels like she's being taken advantage of. And so she goes to veteran stripper J-Lo. Literally, we're gonna call her J Lo, okay? We're gonna call yeah, her. Yeah, let's J-Lo. call her J Lo. J Lo is one of the strippers at the club, and she seems mm-hmm. to be one of the most popular ones because, you know, she's J Lo. She goes up to that pole, and that girl is doing a number on that damn pole, let me tell you. She is shaking her booty cheeks. Those booty cheeks are a flapping in the wind. They are, <laughs> they are clapping, okay? <laughs> she is doing that, and. Just dollar dollar bills, y'all. She's doing the windmill. She's doing the <laughs> the sprinkler. She's doing the sprinkler. Can you imagine for a second, like us <laughs> up there, how ridiculous we would be doing the macarena? We would be doing the macarena. We would be doing the hokey pokey, the cha cha slide, the cha cha slide. 
Yeah. And you know what? It all depends on the options, right? If we're the only ones, what are you going to do? We're hot shit. Listen, it's a Monday night. It's a Monday afternoon at the strip club. Destiny, wide-eyed, young, cute Destiny, is watching J-Lo on the stage. And you can Mm -hmm. just tell that she's just like, wow, I want to be her. Yeah. And after after the night is finished, Destiny goes to the roof and J-Lo's out there smoking. In a fur coat. In a fur coat. uh, J-Lo literally and figuratively takes destiny under her wing she wraps her in her fur yeah because it's cold outside and she's just like come here and she wraps her in her coat and i mean the character that j-lo is playing is very charismatic and it Mm -hmm. just goes perfectly with j-lo's personality it does she's playing a dancer who is charismatic who is engaging like j-lo you're playing yourself like let's be real (laughs) J-Lo shows Destiny, like, certain moves on the pole. Mm -hmm. She shows her the art of lap dancing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you can tell Destiny, she doesn't have any experience. I thought it was so kind of J-Lo to take Destiny under her wing because she didn't have to. Like, she literally says, Mm -hmm. I'm going to introduce you to some of my regulars. Like, she is sharing the the pie. Yeah, which is really nice. So Destiny kind of gets, like, a stripper university. Mm -hmm. SU. Yeah, some SU. What are some of the classes in Stripper University? So walking in heels, I would assume, is one. Mm-hmm. Not falling off the pole. Okay. Being a tease. Did you know that the pole spins? I had no idea. Did you know that? So I, I knew that, and it's because I read a book about strippers. I thought they were spinning on that pole. Like, that's the momentum. Right, right. But and you know the other thing, too, is that... You have to be basically naked on the pole. Like you have to be wearing like bikini or underwear because your skin, Mm -hmm. you need your skin to grip the pole. If you're wearing clothes, you're just going to slide off. Mm -hmm. So like there's a reason their butt cheeks are hanging out. It's it's practical. (laughs) So they can get a grip. Yeah. Like they need their butt cheeks to grip the pole. Like, listen, safety first. Bikers wear helmets. Strippers need their butt cheeks and their skin. You know what? More power to you. I can never be a stripper because I have no rhythm. Yeah. And I can't wear heels. The club where Destiny and JLo work mm-hmm. is frequented by Wall Street guys. So this is a club in New York City and their clientele is kind of like this financial Wall Street um, stockbroker dudes. Yeah. And JLo actually explains to Destiny that... You know, you have different kind of Wall Street bros that come in. J-Lo shows Destiny how to, like, pinpoint who the clients Mm -hmm. with money are. And the thing about this club is that because the clientele is so flushed with money and they're so desperate for the girls, like, the girls kind of have a lot of power. Oh, yeah. You know, men are always trying to push the envelope. They're always trying to ask for more. And the girls are like, get out because there's another guy right behind you with money. So yeah. the girls are not desperate at this point. No, they're like you said, they the girls have all the power. You're a Wall Street dude with a fat wallet. And there are four more Wall Street dudes with fat wallets. Right. That can take your place. The girls are making really good money. They are hella banking. J-Lo's character lives in this like really nice apartment on the Upper East Side who she says is paid for by one of the clients because not only are they getting like tips for dancing, they are finessing these men. 
Oh, yeah. Like, all of these men are essentially sugar daddies. Right. Because they want to feel special. Which, you know what? If men are going to be dumb enough to allow them to allow themselves to be hustled like that, then you kind of deserve this at this point, you know? It takes, to a certain extent, a willing participant. It's like both people are getting something out of it. Like, the men want to feel needed, Mm -hmm. and the women want the stuff, (laughs) want the money. (laughs) And you know what? Like, if that's working for you, then that's working for you. But, like, you can't get mad because, like, a stripper is finessing money out of you. You're getting something from her as well. You're getting the attention, the validation, whether or not it's fake. You're choosing to get it from that stripper. You know what I mean? And you know what it is, too? Because, like, listen, we all pay a price for convenience, right? Like, if you go Mm -hmm. to the um, gas station to buy something, it's going to cost more than if you haul your butt to the grocery store, right? There is a markup Mm -hmm. for convenience. And that's what these men are getting from these strippers is they're getting attention and adoration and fake intimacy. Instead of having actual relationships, they're getting the the convenience store version of it. So it's going to be more expensive. It's going to cost you more, baby. Yeah. And you know what? And that's a price. If you're willing to pay it, then fucking pay it. Yeah. And stop complaining. Shut your trap. I don't want to yeah. see. I don't want to hear the men talking. <laughs> Shush. After J-Lo and Destiny sort of team up, you know, they start both making bank, both getting benefits. Yeah. And it's really great for them. Destiny goes back to school. She gets her own place. She says that in 2007, she was making more money than a brain surgeon. <laughs> and J-Lo... Uh, is is working on a swimwear brand. Yeah, J-Lo's working on a swimwear brand. This is, you know, her ideal goal in life. She's like, yeah, I want to have my own swimwear company. These are prototypes that I made. Girl, what are they made of, these swimsuits that she's making? Courtney, they're made of leather and denim. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. J-Lo is showing Destiny. She's like, yeah, I designed these swimsuits. Like people think that swimming in denim is really uncomfortable, but actually it stretches in the salt water. I'm like, bitch, I am not putting on jeans. Listen, I'm very picky about my swimsuits. So like going on your most like sensitive areas. Like if it doesn't feel bathing suity enough to me, I won't wear it. To me, there's only one material the bathing suits are made out of. It's neither leather nor denim. So anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was the it was just the weirdest thing. You know what? I wish the best for her. Sweetie darling honey cake buttercup. JLo. 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 Look at me. But guess what? JLo has a swimwear line. So like she did it, baby. She did it. Are they leather? No, they're not. <laughs> Anyways, Destiny starts dating a guy named Johnny. And, you know, like we said at the beginning, this is taking place in the early 2000s. And what took place in the early 2000s? On September 29th, 2008, Mm -hmm. the great economic crash happened. The beginning of the end for millennials, to be honest. The beginning of the Great Recession. Destiny also just found out she was pregnant. Yeah, so it was the worst timing. And so obviously the recession, it put a lot of people out of business. And particularly people in this financial kind of professions Mm -hmm. like Wall Street. All of their clients. Right. The club started taking more from the strippers that were left. Destiny had to leave because she was knocked up. Yeah. And her boyfriend at the time, Johnny, was like, hey, I'll take care of you. 
Um, and it sort of flashes forward a few years. What was it? Two years? Three years? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it seems like a couple years go by because Destiny's child is now a toddler. Her relationship falls apart. She had lost touch with JLo. Mm -hmm. This is the thing about fast and easy money. Always be weary of it because mm -hmm. the money train always stops. Mm -hmm. People think it won't. People think it won't, but it always stops. Exactly. You need to have a backup plan. You need to have a reserve. Anyways, after Destiny's relationship sort of falls apart and she's left as a single mother. Yeah. She makes a list of all of her old regulars from the club, all the people that sort of funded her lifestyle before. Yeah. And she's like hitting them up like, hey, it's Destiny. What's up? And they're either broke, married or don't answer, you know? Oh my gosh, there's this one guy that she calls and I wanted to punch a hole through my screen because the guy answers and his wife is in the background. He just kind of ducks out to a room and he's just like, Destiny, you should have called me earlier. So he's basically saying like, I wouldn't have married this bitch if I knew you were like, wanted me. Destiny should do the right thing and call that man's wife and be like, yo, just so you know, I just tried hitting him up and he was all for it, girl. There is a movement of snitches happening on TikTok, like women, like this network of women that are snitching on men everywhere. They're like vigilante truth tellers. Or they'll be like, hey, if your name's Lindsay and you live in Montana and you're dating a guy named Kyle who's currently at a bachelor party in Miami, I just want to let you know that him and his friend are talking about how he's going to go hook up. It's like this web of female spies. They are. They're like women spies. You think you're safe, but you're not safe anywhere. Women are going to take you down the way we know how, by spilling the tea. We're horrible gossips, and now we have TikTok. <laughs> so after Destiny sort of falls short on calling up her old sugar daddies, she returns to the club to go back to dancing. Right, and it's just not the same anymore. Like, the original mm -mm. girls are not there anymore. The women don't have the power because the clientele is so cheap and so scarce. Um, and it's full of Russian girls now. As somebody with experience with Russian girls, is that how they all look? Yeah. Okay, the way you said that just made me sound like a massive, like... <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know. As what somebody that... who knows several Russian girls. Uh, well, as someone who married into a Russian family, I will tell you that Russian women are some of the most beautiful women in the world. And if if I had to be a stripper and I walked into a strip club and it was full of Russian girls, I would turn around and leave because <laughs> you can't you can't compete with that. That's fair. The problem is that because the women don't have the power, now the men are showing their true colors. Yeah, the men are, you know, demanding more for money. You know, the girls are giving blowjobs for $300. And we do them for free. And we do them for free. Who, who's the clown? <laughs> Us. You know what? Next time I'm going to tell my husband, like, hey, $300. $300. And he's going to be like, let me see your credit card bill. I'm going to be like, never mind. <laughs> But Destiny goes in and she's really hesitant while she's giving this lap dance. And this guy obviously knows how, you know, it works there. He's putting down bills. He puts down one bill. He says $100. He puts down a second bill. He says 200 Finally, he puts down a third bill. He says 300 And he's asking for a BJ. 
Yeah. And so Destiny does it. And when she gets up off the floor, she realizes it was only $60. Yeah, he was putting down 20s. So it's just so depressing, you know, and degrading. I cannot imagine. I would sob. I would leave. And the thing, too, is like I am all for women weaponizing their sexuality. Mm -hmm. But the problem is like this is where it backfires because at a certain point, it's all about like the scales. Right. And when the power tips, then you're no longer weaponizing your sexuality. Now you are being like taken advantage of. Now it's being weaponized against you. Now it's being weaponized against you. And when Destiny leaves the room, she sees J-Lo and another girl coming in with a dude. She has not seen J-Lo in years. Destiny just falls into J-Lo's arms and sobs. I know she's crying. And you could see J-Lo's like, oh, honey, like she's she feels so bad for her. She does. Destiny and J-Lo go to a diner and catch up on everything. Yeah, so JLo tells Destiny like, "Hey, um there was no money in stripping anymore, so I had to get more creative, you know. I tried getting a retail mm-hmm. job, that sucked, and then I realized that if the clients weren't coming to the club, I would have to go find clients and bring them to the club." What they do is they all pretend to be friends or sisters. They all pretend to be sisters. One of them finds their mark and starts flirting with him then the other girls show up and then they tell him this brilliant idea of hey what if we went to this strip club wouldn't that be so fun that'd be so fun (laughs) so yeah they plow these guys with drinks to get them agreeable and then they bring them over to the strip club where they proceed to start running the guy's cards and here's the thing he doesn't know that they're all strippers also Right. So he doesn't know when they take him back to the private room, all this dancing that they're doing for him. The dudes don't know that they're being charged. He's being charged. It It works for the most part. But the problem is that sometimes they invest their whole night into a guy. And then at the very end, he doesn't want to go to the strip club. Yeah. At the end, he's just no, not my thing. I don't want to go. Or he starts to realize that he probably spent a whole bunch of money or he gets onto their ruse and he realizes that they're trying to scam him. Right. And so JLo comes up with the idea. This is where things escalate because whenever there's money involved, things always escalate. JLo starts to realize that they need a way to make the men more agreeable. So JLo starts drugging their drinks. She does. So she starts figuring out that if she drugs these men, it's so much easier to convince them to come back with them to the club because, you know, we're throwing consent out the window here. Like consent is not a thing when someone is drugged. They're not consenting to you robbing them blind. Right. (laughs) What's the cocktail again? They start formulating this drug mixture, which they do themselves like in their kitchen. It's um, ecstasy and ketamine. The ecstasy makes them happy and the ketamine wipes their memory. So they're going to be happy and they're going to go along with everything that, you know, the girls suggest, but they're also not going to remember it in the morning. To me, what's crazy is that they're formulating this drug mixture on their own in their kitchen. Like this is not FDA approved. <laughs> this is uh, not. No. Well, ketamine is FDA approved in certain circumstances, but I don't think ecstasy is. And I don't think mixing them is. (laughs) 
the whole thing. I think when you, whenever you're taking anything uh, that's considered a drug and you put them into a kitchen pot, like now you're a witch. Now you're brewing shit, you know? You're crossing a line here. Yeah, well, especially when you're giving it to somebody and they don't know about it. Right. So the chances of them accidentally killing one of these guys is not zero. Like, it's possible. Destiny points that out at one point. She says that um, they need to make sure that the guys they're targeting are guys that aren't likely to already be on something. Right. Destiny, uh, she doesn't feel good about this whole situation, but she needs the money. But she keeps telling J-Lo, like, hey, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's stick Uh to our regulars. Let's not run up their cards too much. Destiny wants to stretch out the con, whereas J-Lo is all or nothing. Yeah. J-Lo doesn't know what pump the brakes means in this Mm -mm. movie. You know, Destiny is like, hey, we need to stick to our regulars. And J-Lo's like, hey, we're going to start going to strangers that we meet. Yeah, because what happened is they eventually start burning through their regulars and now they have to go after strangers. Their regulars are not coming to them anymore. Doing this with strangers is always a risk because you don't know if they're already on something and they could be dangerous, like legit dangerous. Right. And they get into sticky situations with these strangers. And so they realize they don't want to deal with it. So now they're outsourcing the job to other girls. Yeah. And the other girls are not really as reliable as you would like them to be when they are running a scam like this. Like you need people who are organized. You need a run the scam folder. (laughs) You need a white girl with a bun, a blazer, and a binder. Okay, you need a Courtney. I look good in blazers. You do look good in blazers. J-Lo puts an ad on Craigslist to recruit more women. And it just made me think about like, to me, it's crazy the chokehold that Craigslist had on the internet. Oh my God. Dude, can you imagine there would be some random stranger by the username like ShadyHands06 selling a couch with one blurry picture and I would meet him at his apartment at 8 p.m. to get that couch. Like it's a miracle I survived the early 2000s. So at this point, the girls have sort of, quote, perfected their scam. They've perfected how they do it. And... J-Lo decides, you know what? We don't even need the club anymore. We can do this on our own. Right. We can just lure guys back to a hotel room, rob them, steal their cards, run it up, and everything will be good. And this is where things really start to go downhill. Yeah. And there's one night in particular where one of the men that they're scamming thinks he can fly and jumps off a balcony and lands on the pavement below. Thankfully, he doesn't die, but he like shatters his nose. He does. He shatters his nose. Must have been a big nose. (laughs) It broke his fall. It broke his fall by like half a foot. What the girl that's there freaks out. She tries to call J-Lo, but J-Lo is not answering the phone. Destiny shows up in the middle of the night to this random house of this dude, helps carry the dude who's unconscious Mm -hmm. out to the car and to the hospital. Yeah, Destiny's having the worst night ever. So this is how she spends her night, kind of cleaning up after this mess. She can't get a hold of J-Lo. She is so pissed. Now, Destiny has to go back home first thing in the morning, pick up her daughter to drop her off at school. Destiny is wearing a crop top covered in in that man's blood. 
and has to walk past the pickup line to take her daughter to school. Yeah, and people are giving, no one says anything, but people are giving her looks. Like, is she covered in blood? I know. Like, look, we've all looked rough during morning pickup at one point or another, but I don't think I would not have follow-up questions if one of the moms was covered in blood. I would ask a question. At the very least, how are you? (laughs) How's your morning? (laughs) How's your morning going? We've all looked rough at the drop-off line, but I don't think I've ever looked, maybe she just killed a man rough. Right. At a drop-off line. (laughs) That's a different level of rough. Not a single question from any of the other moms. Like, maybe they're afraid of Destiny. Um, So Destiny is really pissed off at J-Lo for leaving her with this mess alone. And really, it kind of gets worse. It gets much worse. After she has this hellish night, she gets home and she finds Grandma deceased in a chair. So obviously there's a funeral for Destiny's grandmother and J-Lo shows up. J-Lo shows up and Destiny is distraught because her grandma essentially raised her and now she's gone. Instead of being like, hey girl, let's get you home, get you into some nice warm jammies, get you some hot cocoa with some fireball in it, you know, let's not, let's not (laughs) get you home warm and, 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 you know, a hot drink in your hand. It's... Do you want to go run a scam? Do you do you want a scammy scam, baby? You know what would make you feel better? You know what would make <laughs> you forget all about your nana being dead? A scam. Just a little scam. Um, so yeah, they get right back to it. And here's the thing. It's like, this is what gets people caught. It's the greed. Because, you know, they've made enough money. Destiny has a house. She bought a house. They could walk away. Yes. I'm going to tell you right now, lenders, after you close on a home, they're not following up to see if you're still scamming people for money. They don't care. As long as you're paying the mortgage, they don't care if you quit your scamming job. You know, with all the documents I had to provide when buying my house, I'm starting to question on how she bought a house. I mean, but the thing is, she could have said that she made it from stripping. She could have said she made it from stripping. I feel like a strip club's a really easy way to launder money. It is because it's mostly cash, so it's not like you have a pay stub. Uh Uh-huh. And as long as the strip club provides proof that you work there, which she did work there, they're like, hey, she works here. And then she's just like, yeah, I'm making $500,000, you know, a week or whatever it is. But yeah, so they get back into it. And this time they scam an average Joe who can't really kind of look the other way on these charges. He has no choice but to call the police. Yeah, and that was kind of one of their safety nets when they first started. They always said, well, what is a guy going to say? I spent $25,000 at a strip club and it's not my fault? Of course not. Um, That's exactly what this guy said. But then he threw in that he had proof. And I think he also had some recorded phone calls with Destiny where he was begging her to just give some of the money back so he could pay his mortgage. Right. So the police get involved. They start an investigation and they go after the weakest link of the girls, which is one of the girls from the Craigslist job opportunity. (laughs) Yeah. So her name is Dawn and Dawn seems really kind of flighty and simple. The police eventually get enough evidence to arrest all the girls. Um, I just keep thinking about how their biggest mistake was cutting out the club because 
if these men were running their cards up at the club, yeah, like they would like. How do you prove that you didn't know what you were buying? You do, you do. I bought six hundred lap dances. <laughs> I don't know how much does a lap dance cost. I thought it was like forty bucks, fifty bucks. I know it is kind of crazy how they ran up so much money, but okay. They do get caught. They do finally get enough to arrest them. They go for they find J Lo first. She's just walking on the street, and then all of a sudden, there's just and they arrest her. Hands up. She's like, "All right, you got me." Well, she's probably like filming a music video, like leave J Lo alone. You know, she's like strutting down the street. She looks like she was filming a J Lo music video. This is <laughs> this is the unedited version of Jenny from the Block. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so J Lo gets arrested. Destiny gets arrested. The other girls that were involved get arrested. Um, but there's one scene that's very kind of heart tugging to me because. This whole story is told from Destiny's perspective as she's being yeah. interviewed by a journalist. And the journalist mentions that she talked to J-Lo and Destiny says, what does she say about me? Yeah. J-Lo didn't have a single bad thing to say about Destiny. Um, even though the last time they saw each other, they got in a big argument because Destiny took a plea deal. The journalist says... I'll tell you what JLo said about you. She mentioned you when she was talking about how she keeps her most prized possessions on her at all times. And those possessions include like a ring from her grandmother, like very sentimental things. Yeah. And then one of them is a picture of Destiny when she was little. And JLo says, this is my girl. It was genuine. Like you could just see that to Destiny. I think it was her realization that their friendship was real. I think for a while, you're right. Like, Destiny thought that she was just a pawn in J-Lo's schemes. Right. She didn't know whether she was being finessed. And I would think the same thing. Like, did she play me too? Right, because she's so charismatic and kept drawing people in. Like, how does she know she wasn't just a pawn? But this reveals that, you know, J-Lo did genuinely care for Destiny, at least in the movie. <laughs> she did. This was actually based on a true story, which mm -hmm. I didn't know when I started watching it. I didn't know it until you told me about it. Yeah, and it's kind of wild because they all got away with little to no jail time. And it's wild to me because they were charged with felonies. But like, okay, Destiny um, pled guilty to grand larceny and attempted assault in exchange for zero jail time. Uh-huh. Um, J-Lo was sentenced to five years probation, no no jail time. And then one of the other girls yeah. got five years probation and weekends in jail for four months. I didn't know you could do weekends. <laughs> you can't just do weekends in jail? Like, can you imagine? Like, how is this a thing? Sorry, I can't go to your kid's birthday party. I'll be in jail on Sunday. But do you want to have lunch on Monday? <laughs> what are you doing next weekend? Oh, I'm going to jail. Oh, what about the weekend after that? I'm also going to jail. Listen, if you're blowing me off, like, just tell me. <laughs> no, like, legit. Just weekends in jail. Just the weekends. One of the things that the movie kind of closes with is a quote from J-Lo's character where it says that this whole country is a giant strip club. You have the people tossing the money and the uh -huh. people doing the dance. And I'm like, damn. God damn it, she right. She's not wrong. <laughs> Is this our dance? Is this our strip? Are we strippers? Is the podcast <laughs> our strip? We're word strippers. Except no one's throwing money at us. 
Like we're over here with our catching mitts, but there, there's no money. Yet. There'll be money eventually. Listen, we keep shaking our butts. Eventually someone's gonna put a dollar bill in our thong. All right, well, that is where the movie leaves us. The teapot is empty for today. <laughs> Don't worry, more is brewing it on the way. We'll be back next week with another episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.